Welcome to the Gen Z Journey, where we work with you through an entrepreneurial lens to build a wholesome perspective on life and build both our business and personal dreams together. Join our community on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Gen Z Journey. Okay, so hello and welcome to another Gen Z Journey podcast. I am, I say this at the start of every podcast, but it's really true. I'm so excited to kind of talk to you guys today about the topic that we've got and also for the guests that we've got onto the podcast. I'll get her to introduce, introduce herself very shortly. Um, but this week's topic is body positivity. Um, it's not a topic that, that I'm kind of pushing and that I've put forward. It's our newest member, Yadira, and she's going to be really heading up and hosting this podcast. Uh, so again, very, very excited to have her on board. Uh, you had her introduction podcast last week, which you can go back and listen to to find out a little bit more about her and who she is. Um, but definitely stay tuned for the, today's podcast. It's going to be very, very exciting. And I'm just excited to, to, to learn more. And my ears are open to everything that these guys have got to say. I think it's going to be super valuable. But uh, without further ado, Maya, I'd love to, to, for you to introduce yourself and the Making It Big, Big podcast. And, uh, and we can kind of just take it from there. Yeah, sure. So firstly, thank you guys for having me on this podcast. Um, yeah, so my name is Myra Chora. I'm actually from um, the UK, if you can't tell by my very London accent. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I actually am a co-host of a podcast called Making It Big. So um, Harry, who is my partner, um, and we, yeah, we host a podcast in the UK where essentially we want to inspire and empower you know other young people whether they're entrepreneurs whether they are just at uni or students um, because I think it, we're, we're living in a very interesting time and I think um, there's a lot for us to learn from each other but also others so we love to just interview people about their experiences and basically learn about you know what it is to make it big. Um, and you guys are a perfect example of, you know, people doing that because your podcast is great. Um, and it's really cool that we have a really similar vision. So yeah, that's, that's what making it big is. So yeah, check it out if you want to, but, um, yeah. Uh, without a doubt, people should definitely check it out. I met, I met both the, the co-hosts of the podcast, obviously Maya's on now, but I met them both about a week ago now and just absolutely lovely people on, like she said, on an amazing mission um, just to bring that to people and their, their content, the, the actual product of their editing and, and everything on, the, on their podcast is incredible. I'm obsessed with how well their audio is, how well it's edited. So just great job to them guys. Definitely go and have a look. Um, Hopefully you can do a, um, a collab soon because, well, that's, that would be exciting stuff. Oh, that surely will. That definitely, definitely will. But yeah, definitely go and check them out. But Yadira, take, take today away, you know. Let's really capture right, the essence right. of this topic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so body positivity. Okay, so first I want to start off by saying, you know, kind of my background with it, how I got into it and what it is. You know, body positivity, this whole movement is just about kind of like people just embracing their bodies and not conforming to beauty standards that are very damaging, both mentally and physically, you know, and learning to accept and love yourself inside and out. And so what initially got me really into all this was my whole journey with um, doing ballet and stuff. So I did ballet for about six years throughout middle school and high school. And I think I started actually at the end of elementary, something like that, or I think six or seven years I did ballet. Through all that, like 
my body obviously went through a lot of change, you know, growing, like growing up from a little kid into like a more teenager body. And while doing ballet, I got super thin because I was doing a lot of exercise. I didn't think so back then <laughs> because it was just so like, there was always mirrors in the, in the classroom, obviously, because it's ballet. So you need to look at yourself, look at what, how you're doing the movements, correct yourself. And so that's kind of where it started with this whole like kind of insecurity and kind of like hating my body and hating how I looked like because that constant reminder of like all my features of all my little imperfections were just reminded, you know, I was reminded of those. Yeah, so that's where, where it kind of like started to increase. And I was like, it got to a point when I got to like the highest level where I just like, every day I would think about what how I looked like what I was eating if my stomach was like sucked in or not you know like I would count my calories subconsciously sometimes you know like I was just trying to enjoy my food and I'd be like oh but how many calories does this have and so I got to this point where it was really damaging and after I quit ballet um then there was like this whole different journey of like my body changing into a more I guess you would say like a womanly body, you know, like no longer with that teenage physique and, you know, gaining weight, which is normal, you know, because I'm not doing the same activities as, as I did in high school. And that's kind of where I, um, where I, I was getting self-conscious now about, you know, putting on weight and I hated myself. I felt so depressed. And then on top of that, there was like some personal issues that were going on. And so I just felt, fell into this really deep depression. And I just like, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable with myself. And I was trying to change everything about me. You know, I would try to exercise so hard, so hard. And then like one day I wouldn't do it. And I just would stop and I'd binge eat and I'd feel so badly. So it was just these ups and downs constantly. And so I was just, uh, what really like brought my awareness of like learning to like love myself and to accept the journey that my body was on was really going through Instagram, <laughs> kind of like ironic because Instagram was really also damaging, but um, I started following a lot of body positivity um, pages, uh, accounts. Uh, a big one that I follow is the, I think it's called Feminist or something. And they post a lot of like the feminism stuff and body stuff. And I was like, okay, well, the women that they post on here aren't like those Instagram models that have, you know, all these posed, filtered, you know, pictures and stuff. And that's when I started to accept more that, hey, I'm not the only one that looks like this or like, you know, who's like, has all these insecurities and you know like it makes me accept more that there's like a wide range of bodies and you don't need to look like a model a size two model and so that's where I started to kind of like accept myself and just having a different mentality and it was a, it was a long process and right now I'm still going through it but I love my body so much more than I did like two months ago and, you know, I'm still working on it. I still have my down days, but I'm proud of where I've come. I know it's really hard for people to, to like go on this journey and to accept it. And they don't get to that point sometimes for a long time or ever where they're, where they're okay with their bodies. And that's where I kind of want to like 
what I kind of want to discuss about and what's so damaging about social media and how to just get through that and learn learn about that. So Maya, if you don't mind, I'd love to hear about you and your story with the body positivity and what got you into it. Yeah, well, firstly, your story is amazing. And I think the fact that you have been able to also really embrace your, 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 I guess your journey, your struggles, and also your vulnerability. Oh my gosh, like you are just, you are thriving now. And I think it's amazing. Thank and you, I think thank you. So, so many people have so much to learn from this because I think it's so true. I think, you know, the one thing even just about your story is that body positivity for, for everyone is actually such a personal thing. And in 100%. some ways, how, how people talk about it. So generally, it's like, well, actually, every single person body and their their journey is just really different um so yeah i i guess i've always been quite into it i mean similar to you i i used to do a lot of sport um i think generally like i actually went to an all girls school and i think that really does make a difference when it when it comes to what you look like and things like that because you're always comparing yourself to other girls and things like that mm-hmm. um and and i think the more and more i've just been growing up like you said with more technology it just takes over and people actually trust themselves a lot less than what they see in pictures and Instagram and, and filters. And, do you know, the other day I actually saw that um, people are going to plastic surgeons and showing them Instagram filters and being like, I want to look like this. And I think, yeah. isn't that just mental? You Like, where have we, it's where have we come? Exactly. And do you know what's really, um, something I've been quite passionate about that I've learned really recently is that I always thought it was a girl's problem. And I always thought mm-hmm. it's only girls who kind of suffer with this idea of, you know, having a small waist or, you know, looking a certain way. But um, as I did more research, it's actually really, really common in guys. And I think, you know, that idea of having to look, you know, really strong or muscly, and there's a, the same pressure for them as well. So what I found so interesting, yeah, exactly. So what I found interesting is clearly it's really, really common in guys and girls. So this is a huge issue and something that cannot just be spoken about, like, you know, occasionally. I think it's an ongoing conversation that essentially we need to support and help anyone kind of going through any sort of journey. Because, And I think you're a really um, good example of this, is it's not a quick fix, right? It's not just like the next day you can feel really good. It takes time and it takes in some ways practice right oh yeah um, a lot of mental yeah. practice mentally now assimilation into a different mindset exactly and i think you know as, as much as we can say oh like don't look at the instagram photos or things like that ultimately you know our generation is on it a lot and subconsciously yeah. you do take in certain images and certain kind of like you know ways of thinking um and i know you know we were speaking really recently about that whole illusion effect on instagram and how um it can be the same body and the same clothes but different angles or different kind of just like positions can make you Mm -hmm. look completely different and yet we only like to believe the kind of like better looking one um yeah and i and i just don't think that like those photos are shown enough really um but i guess um a bit more about the context of why i'm in this is because so actually a couple of years ago i had done some work with um dove obviously like the, the soap brand, anyone, everyone isn't that, so there you go. But they were doing, so they have a really great thing on um, self-esteem. So they have the Dove, Dove Self-Esteem Project. And I actually really recommend people go on that because you see some of the stats and like you mentioned in your article, I mean, eight out of 10 girls 
say they struggle with how they look and they don't have the confidence. And when you think about that, that is a lot of people. And I think it's really sad. It's not even shocking. Well, it is shocking, but it's just so sad how we're living in a society where, you know, so many girls don't even go to school because of how they look or feel that they can't hang out with people or have to say no to social occasions because of how they look or how they're going to be judged, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and something needs to change. And that's why I think the fact that we have been talking about this today and that, you know, you're really passionate about this, I think is we need more people like you, basically. We just do. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I have, I just wanted to jump in actually. I do have a question on this. And I love the fact that you said that actually it's a very specific journey for every individual. I think that's so, so true and so important. Um, but why I wanted to jump in with a question of um, is particularly for women, of course, how has, how has male influence played a role um, in this kind of how women should look, how they should feel about themselves? Because, you know, without a doubt, no, no matter how nice a, a guy you are or whatever, there's certain expectations I think we subconsciously have, which is bad and, and, and not, not something we should. But to make men more aware of how they approach women and how they think about them, what what's the male role been in this journey of body positivity maybe for you but personally but also just in general like what's our influence been on women so i just barely skimmed on that like in, in my article i just barely talked about it how i think the two major influences on like you know these beauty standards and how women think they should look and stuff is like these huge corporations or like companies like Victoria's Secret, you know, like these, um, the high high fashion uh, mm. companies, you know, Tom Ford, stuff like that, because they they have these models that that wear their clothes, but you want to wear their clothes, so that's like one thing. Like, oh, I gotta look like the models so I can look good in the clothes. One thing, and then there's guys, male 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 influence and it's not to like hate on guys it's not to like say oh all men are like this absolutely not but you know it's 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 obvious that throughout so many years so many decades centuries women have been objectified and used as just like these like more like a sexual object instead of like an actual human being and i think that that affiliation with sex and everything that's just you know more explicit with women it's like it's damaging because you don't view them as human beings at the end of the day if you if you just think about them in such a sexual way like breasts Mm. everybody has a nipple everybody (laughs) has boobs but Mm. girls girls can't go out to the beach without wearing um a top you know yeah and it's just like all these exceptions that are made for for men that women can't join on because they're they're girls and they've been sexualized their whole life the whole mm. you know throughout so many yeah. years and so anything has a lot to do with men because if if men only if they, men view themselves as higher which it's been true you know they they think they're stronger and yeah I don't know biologically they might feel stronger or whatever but um just that 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 anti anti woman kind of sentiment is really damaging, mm-hmm. and so when when women want to find like I think I think this has been like true for me when you want to find someone like like a boyfriend or someone you like someone you want to look the best you can so you try to conform to their standards 
yeah, into okay. what they what they think is pretty, what they think is like sexy or whatever. Mm, instead no, of just yeah, you know, yeah, instead of just owning yourself, owning your body, it's like this is what you get, you know. Mm, mm. So that's really shaped a lot of um, women's women's yeah. body image issues. Do you know what I what I also think? And again, nothing against guys, love them. <laughs> um, <laughs> But um, no, it's it's really interesting because I actually had a really recent experience where um, I was with a couple of guys and they were kind of just talking like, oh, are you are you a bum kind of guy or a, a boob kind of guy? And I was like, what? Like what? And I understand it. But then, so I think it immediately makes you think, okay, which which one am I? And yeah. What do I not have? Yeah. And you focus on the lack. And the thing is, look, guys are guys, and they are. You do want to have those conversations. I mean, obviously, girls sometimes do say you know, or does he have a six pack or whatever. So I think we're both in a bit of fault here of like, how would you talk about each other and, and you know, that whole, mm-hmm. whole idea. Um, but I think at the, at the end of the day, right, it's like when you are in that sort of relationship where um, you fully feel comfortable in yourself, like, and you, you do embrace those vulnerabilities and you do feel comfortable to kind of show every part of you. I think that's what's really important to get to that stage. Um, and you know, another thing you just mentioned, which I think is really important, is this idea of that, um, their idea of pretty, right? Because I've, and I'll be really honest, I've always thought it is blonde, blue eyes. I've always, I've always compared myself to that because a lot of the time I've been rejected because of, then they've ended up with that person, um, which I've actually never admitted. So yeah, might as well do it on, on the internet, right? Well, anyway. A first dot here on the Gen Z journey. Look at that. <laughs> confessions, <laughs> confessions. No, exactly. So, um, but you know what I find pretty mad is, um, so where I'm from in, in like Kenya and like India and stuff like that, um, obviously their idea of pretty is just so different. And it's like the, that actually the bigger you are, the pretty you are because you actually have more status. It means you can eat more, which is really interesting. Whereas here, it's like the skinnier you are, like skinnier you are, that's, that's really pretty, right? And so I, I realize again, it's, you know, like you just touched on, it's that idea is so subjective for every single person, but every single culture as well. And I think that is really key because I think, you know, now more than ever, we are so multicultural, we are so accepting of each other in the same way. Let's use that. Let's embrace that and embrace the culture you're from and, and you know, embrace your genes and whatever you want to look like, whatever you feel good in your body. I think that is the main, main thing. And no matter how much we can work on ourselves physically and, and, you know, go to the gym, ultimately it is also a mind game. And it's that idea of, you know, how people say like, Oh, love yourself, which I think is just like taken so out of context these days. Like, you know, but ultimately that is the best place to be. If you can genuinely sit there and be like, I actually, you know, I fully love myself. That's amazing. And again, it's a mind game as well. So I think, um, as much as we can go and work out for like 24 hours a day, it has to be a combination of, of believing that as well. And I think that's maybe where some of the, some of the information out there maybe isn't, isn't right in that sense. So like that whole working out thing and the mm. fitness journeys and stuff is so popular on Instagram. I see it all the time. Like, Oh, my before and after this whole fitness transformation. Yeah. And I feel like people that's something like added on to what girls feel like an obligation or even guys too, you know, to go on this journey and transform themselves. Yeah. But it's like, 
they at the end of I remember I remember when I, I tried to do that so badly yeah. and I reflected on it now I look back and I'm like in reality yeah working out it's good for you you know it makes you look so much better feel so much better but if you're not doing it for yourself and you're doing it to look like these other people on the internet it's not helping you in any way in fact it's more damaging because there's never going to be you're never going to stop comparing yourself you're never going to be happy with where you're at and that progress that you're making is all for nothing because what's in here in your head matters more and so you know that's just a huge thing and I think you know on that note you are so right that there has been such an increase in the amount of those like kind of um, fitness things online. And ultimately it's so easy to access like these images and things like that. And I'll be honest, like a couple of years ago, I got really obsessed with the gym as well to the point that, um, you know, if you didn't go, you just feel so guilty. Like, how is that a way to live? Where like, if you're not going to the gym, you just feel so, so guilty that you're really hard on yourself. And that's the point. And, I, and I'm so glad I was aware of it because when I reached that point, I was like, Maya, something's clearly wrong here. Like you're not going to the gym anymore to actually enjoy it and you get those endorphins. No, no, no. You're going for like, just to get like, you know, to reach a certain thing or to kind of like, yeah, exact conform to all this stuff, right? And, and ultimately it's kind of addictive. Like, you know, you do go on Instagram and you can't help but scroll through these things. But, and I think this is where, we always blame maybe social media, which I think fair, like it's, it's definitely an influence, but what's really empowering, what I think is that each of us have the power to actually say, stop. Like you can, you can scroll all you want, yeah, but it's so that fun. time where you're just like, you know what, stop. My body is my body. And if I want to go to the gym, I'll go, but empower yourself with the fact that you have that power to mm. genuinely change your life and mind and body how you want without the pressure of anyone else but do it for yourself exactly what you said i think when you do it for yourself that is when you can genuinely be happy with kind of a result results or the journey and i think it's that yeah. journey which people forget about because yeah you can spend years trying to get to you know abs and whatever but that's just no way to live right and i think i think you, i really like that you bring up that fitness journey as well because i think that's one a particular point of this kind of body positivity that really really applies to guys you know because th- there's a huge culture for males to be you know the alpha male to be ripped to be jacked like all of that and there's a huge culture for that and and my experience was exactly the same as yours Maya in, in the sense of going to the gym you know I got to the point where I was going to the gym just to just to reach a goal to like reach that next five pound mark you know when I when I arrived uh, here in the US about four months into it or maybe a bit more probably about six months around the Christmas time I really wanted to start trying to like okay I want to see if I can put on some some weight and, and gain some muscle um, and I was being really successful with it but I got to the point and, and Yadira knows this she knew me at the time where I was I was force feeding myself as well so I'd eat five meals a day I'd eat between four to five thousand calories a day, um, and I would I would be throwing up some evenings because I couldn't just couldn't eat any more, and I was still trying to push food in. Um, and at that point, exactly what you said of just like I realized like whoa, dude, like what are you doing to yourself? And my body would ache, I would be tired, and like I would be very um, I would just be very lackluster through the day because I'd be really tired from like the, the all the work I was doing in the gym. Um, and it's like, I did get much more confident in myself, which is where my kind of question is going to come in on this. I did gain a lot of body confidence, but it got to the point in which I was like 
just not happy with kind of going to the gym and I just got really unmotivated about it. Um, and then now I'm in a much more of a place where, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my fitness and, but I'm much more happy in my body shape and who I am. It's like, yeah, you know what? I'm not a guy that's going to be 200 pounds and like super jacked and can barely walk through doorways. I'm, I've got, I've got a much slimmer body and I can still be ripped and look good, but just have a much slimmer body, you know? And that's where my question kind of comes in again. I wanted to push on to you two guys, which I think would be quite helpful for people is where does that difference between having confidence in yourself, enjoying going to the gym and being positive about your body and feeling good about it, you know, because for me, like being ripped, being healthy, being fit is like a big, like that's a means a lot to me, but then going to the gym to that extent is, is unhealthy. So where is that line? And obviously it's very subjective, but like where, where do you get to the point of gaining confidence but then it going too far into becoming obsessive and, and vice versa, you know? Mm, yeah. See, like, like anything, there's always, like, balance. You need to find that balance. And I believe, like, you know, going to the gym is super healthy. You know, working out is super healthy. Maintaining your, your physical abilities up is, like, super good. But you were throwing up. You were force-feeding yourself, mm. you know, and that is not healthy. So you need to find that balance and you need to really, like, reflect on what what is actually good for you both mentally and physically and sometimes what's good for you mentally is not always going to be good for you physically it's not going to give you your goals like you want to be super ripped and stuff (laughs) and and sometimes force feeding yourself and throwing up is not going to get you that yeah and you have to you have to be okay with that and that's the thing about body positivity because you have the body that you have and you have to be okay with it you know you get to the point where you have have done a lot that you can to get to where you feel good about yourself be confident but you're not always going to look like the next guy you know who's like a (laughs) six eight monster who can like barely fit through doorways (laughs) (laughs) no i think that's a really good point i think i think your question is really interesting as well because i think for a lot of people again it will be different um like I guess from my own personal experience, I think something to really look out for, how do you genuinely feel after you leave the gym? Or even even during, right? A simple question like that. I really lost my sense of kind of like, because I was at the point where I was just so drained and I was drained. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let me still go to the gym because, you know, I need to keep, and actually, was I in the mood? No. Was my body telling me actually might I just rest? Yeah. But I didn't listen. And I think, I think this also comes, um, you know, fitness is one huge thing. I agree, but food as well, there's, there's so many kind of like, um, avenues and food as well that actually people really struggle with. Um, and I think ultimately it's a really big combination of everything, right? The physical, the food, the mental, and it's just, it's that, being really in tune and aware with what your body needs because I think I can yeah I completely lost that you know I I remember so well literally finishing at the gym but literally going into my car and I just didn't even want to drive I was so tired and and I, I was just pushing myself and I think pushing yourself is good but pushing yourself to the point where you actually just aren't happy you don't really function very well and your body is like screaming at you telling you to stop literally stop so actually, some good advice just for anyone who is listening, because something that's really helped me is um, because of COVID, I obviously haven't been in the gym, which is, which is kind of a blessing. And I've taken up um, 
I took up skipping as a way to still get stronger, but a different exercise where for me, when I finish skipping, oh my God, do I just feel so energized, but stronger in myself, but also mentally, it's a bit like, it's like a meditative thing where I just put my music on and I skip for like, you know, 15, 20 minutes and it's really, really good. And I don't need the, because I think sometimes the gym makes you do think, oh, what do I look like? Oh, there's mirrors everywhere. Ultimately, if you're outside, do some skipping, whether it's walking, yoga, running, whatever it is, that can really, really build that confidence because you feel stronger. Um, and I think something I do just want to add to this, which I know um, is a really big deal at the moment, is you know the whole like strong is the new skinny and like strong is the new sexy, right? Because um, before it was like, yeah, you need to be really skinny. And I loved it when that whole idea came out, like, oh, being strong. Because I, I, of doing sport, I was always quite like athletic. So I, always, I never really had, you know, that skinny kind of body. Um, but I think it's gone too far. I think it's now at the point where if you don't have the biggest butt or abs that are like rock hard, ultimately you aren't sexy. And it's like, it's gone so extreme, which I think sometimes our society loves to do. Um, oh, yeah. And it's our, it's our job to be like, no way. We are gonna, you know, take a stand and actually accept it. And I think acceptance is one of the hardest things in life to do, no matter, you know, whatever the thing is, acceptance is so, so tough and it takes time. But if you work at it, you can literally get to that place where you just own your body and you are so happy about it. And that's an amazing place to be, right? Exactly. And I just want, I want to jump in. I'm sorry. I'm, I will stop kind of cutting everybody off in, in one. I'm just so, I'm so excited by this topic, honestly, because, and I really value what you just said, Maya, in terms of that whole kind of talking about mindset. Um, and, and I really feel like it's such an under, underspoken about underrated thing related to fitness and people's just health in general journey. It's about like mental health but then like and how that relates to their physical health you know because actually what i found is the more and and it's so ironic because you go to the gym it's like yeah i'm working out my body is good and you never focus on your mindset right you never do and then what i found is that when i focus more on my mindset things like meditation and like just just focusing on just getting yourself healthy up here is like made my fitness not only did it, made it, made it make it much more enjoyable, it made it so much more effective, you know? I went to the gym and like I would work out hard and do 45 minutes and I feel good. And, and like that was so much better of an experience than going to the gym for an hour and a half, slugging it out, getting to the end of it, feeling horrible, and then going home and eating more, you know? Like that is such, such a better experience when you're in tune with your head as well as your body rather than just your body. It's, it's ultimately, it's brain training, right? People always, yeah. always forget this. And to be fair, I could talk about meditation for years. So maybe we should so do another podcast on that. Because honestly, it's my passion and it's my life and I love it. Um, but on that note, I was actually listening to a podcast the other day where this woman who competes in like, you know, the, the really, um, what are those competitions where the body, like the body ones, where they all, I don't know, like, yeah, where you like model, like you've got like oh, the most like, yeah. Bodybuilding, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, those ones. Yeah. And um, she was, so she's like known for being like having the best body ever. And then on the podcast, she was literally like, I am so unhappy. Like I have worked so hard my life for, to work on my external body, but ultimately I've ignored like my brain, my mind, the insides of me, like, you know, everything from the, like inward. And I'm so unhappy. And she was like, that's the biggest mistake I've ever made. And still I'm making is that I didn't take enough care of 
you know, my mind. And just like we go to the gym, take your mind to the gym, literally, because you are so right that they work hand in hand. Your body doesn't move without your mind. And if they're in tune together, oh my gosh, will you achieve your results? You'll achieve that acceptance and happiness so much quicker. And something about like that whole mind and body connection, I found is very like, I don't, it's like you need to you need to find that place where you know your mind because like when I was in ballet my mind body connection is more like oh in my mind I have to think that I can do this I have to force myself to do this and just think that you can do it like be strong forget about everything mm. and that was where my my my, my where my mindset was at <laughs> it's quite hard to say yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um so learning to change my mindset from like keep going doesn't matter if you're tired you know changing that to more okay where is your where is your like um ending point at you know like where where do you feel comfortable you know how far do you want to go and how much is your body willing to do and Mm. it's you know that difference between just like you know how how I think it's super toxic sometimes in the fitness the fitness world where it's like no what is it no no rest days or whatever like the grind never stops you know all those kinds of things where it's like completely ignoring what your mind and body need and want Mm. and I think it's just finding that sweet spot you know and sometimes like you know our bodies actually aren't strong enough at that time to to push like be pushed um Mm -hmm. I remember so there was a point when I was in school and I lost a lot of weight because of like, like certain like health reasons. And um, I basically got to the stage where I couldn't really walk much, couldn't really go to the gym. And I was so athletic. Like that was my, that was my past. I was really, really like sporty. And it was like, it was devastating. that Everyone else was still doing that and I wasn't. And um, the way I got stronger was I focused on my mind first. And again, never have said this ever before in my life, but I, yeah, I spent a year only training my mind which gave me then the strength to train my body and now I'm back you know playing full-time sport and going to the gym so I I definitely think there is a lot in what you're saying and actually I don't think it's been researched enough this mind and body um connection and and essentially how they they basically elevate each other right and I think that's that message has gone and it's more just if you're going to work on your body go to the gym if you're going to work on your mind just do meditation but what about together so I yeah. think um, that's a really, really interesting area to explore. And I think um, hopefully there are going to pe- like be people doing it. And if not, then our generation will. There you go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I think another kind of thing we can just squeeze in before we begin to wrap up was I'd really love to talk about um, choosing role models, you know, um, particularly particularly on people's like kind of fitness journey and stuff. A big one for me and everybody that knows me knows this as well is that my my biggest one is Cristiano Ronaldo he's my biggest kind of role model biggest man crush like I love him he's he's great but the thing about him for me um, is not just like how good he is and and the athleticism and all of that it's his mindset and approach to the way in which he approaches football or soccer if you're in the US Um, his approach to it is just so the the mindset just attracts me so much you know like he's such a family guy he's so family orientated but at the same time he can he can be on a pitch with a group of very alpha male guys and still perform at the best and it's because he's not competing with any of them he's competing with himself and his own mind and that taught me a lot um and he's been a big role model kind of throughout my life and probably the number one for me 
But what about you guys, like in terms of choosing those role models and how are you careful about who you pick to be that person you aspire to be, you know? So personally, this is like, my role model is kind of like an example how social media can actually be helpful instead of, you know, really damaging. <laughs> so there's this girl on TikTok. It was like Clara, Clara something. Her, her username is like Clara and herself. But um, when I found her page, I was like, oh my God, like this is like, <laughs> this is like so inspiring because so usually what I would see all over Instagram is just like a lot of body positivity, but for, you know, plus size women, plus size girls. And it's like, yeah, like good for them. Love that. You need to have confidence in whatever size, but I'm more average, you know, I want mm. more representation of like average size people. And that was like what she was doing. And I thought, you know, if you're average size, you should be, you should be able to fit more into like that skinny fit kind of category. And so I didn't feel good because I wasn't in that. But seeing her show her body, like she was making TikToks, you know, of like, this is my body post and this is how it is relaxed. And you can see all these rolls come out of like this small girl. And it's like, mm. that's insane because I didn't think that could happen. Mm. And so it's just kind of those types of TikToks. And something that really helped me was one of her TikToks that said like how like you need to stop comparing yourself to other girls like when you see when you see them walking down the street and you're like oh like this girl has this or like you start judging her you know and an exercise that I, I do sometimes when I catch myself in those myself in those moments where I'm like Ugh, look at that girl like yeah she's pretty but she doesn't have this she looks like that you know and I start judging her because I start getting insecure so when I catch myself doing that, I'm like, oh, well, why am I doing that? You know, I'm like, okay, well, I just said all these like mean things about her. What about I say many more nice things about her? So I think of all the great things that she has. And then I also name good things about myself because I need to stop comparing myself yeah. to other people. And so, you know, it's just like that mental exercise that you really need to like get into to adjust your mindset. And so that, that girl, Clara on TikTok, <laughs> you guys should follow her if you're on that body positivity journey. But uh, <laughs> yeah, she really helped me a lot. I, that's, I actually really love what you just said there because I think it really highlights that um, no matter what size you are and you can be like the skinniest person or you can be like, you know, what pretty is, you know, seen as every single person tends to be insecure about their body and I think you just gave such a good way to um to kind of get out that mentality a little bit right because I think um so the 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 um the back of my screen actually just says grateful and I always when I when I well when that happens to me as well I catch myself and I'm like okay literally say just three things you're grateful about yourself right because we don't do that enough and we always are like oh like you know she looks like this or whatever even like he looks like this or like, oh my gosh, he's like, he has bigger arms than me and whatever. And actually, okay, but look at yourself again and be like, okay, but I, you know, I'm a super loyal friend or like I have this and it's that. Stop focusing on the lack of something and really, really look into what you do have and what you can use as your kind of like strength and what empowers you. Um, and I think in terms of role models, it's actually such a good question. I, I hate it whenever like, like you're in an interview and they're like, oh, who's your role model? I'm always like, oh my God, can I say myself? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, but seriously, actually it should, it should be that. yourself. That's no, it should be like, 
you know, I didn't, I didn't get this interview thing because I said myself and then I was like, oh, that sounds really cocky. But ultimately, I think it should be yourself because, you know, whether it's your best self, whether it's just like who you are right now or like the journey you're on, you be your own role model, like, and, and own it and empower that. And I think part of like my role model thing is because like, I think, you know, I love the mindset of, of one person or I love like the selflessness of like Gandhi, but then I love like, um, and it's weird because I never really have chosen a role model based on looks, which I've actually just realized just now. So there you go. Um, but I think, and, and I think that's a good thing. Um, but ultimately I think, yeah, like take, if you see someone and you see a part of them that you're like, wow, I actually really like that. Own it. Be like, you know what, this is going to motivate me to do whatever I need to do. And just realize that you have the power to, to own your life, whether that's your mindset, whether that's whatever it is. Right. And I think, I think that's the best thing. And, and you can only start doing that once you accept yourself, which I think no one ever realizes. You can't just go from like here to here. You have to accept yourself, be kinder to yourself, understand yourself. So understand your body, your mind, what it needs. Then you can literally rise to wherever you want to be. Sure. Wow. How powerful was that? I mean, this has been, this has been an incredible conversation. I've loved it. And I think I'll hand it over to you to Yadira to talk more about kind of this, this, the fact that this is not just one conversation, that this is ongoing. And this is something that like we all need to talk about more and, and share more about and talk to each other about, because, you know, I really feel passionate about that as well for guys and for girls. It's a really big part of people's lives, particularly our age, particularly for the Gen Z's as they come through now and start to get more into the working force. Like this is a conversation we should be having um, at this age as we develop those beliefs about ourselves, which can be in adulthood, you even see with some people now that are still damaging them now. So it's like, how, how do we address them now? How do we talk about them? So definitely this is gonna be an ongoing conversation. And, and Yadira, where, where should people go next to kind of talk more about this? Oh, definitely. We just do the Gen Z um, Instagram, you know, start some combos. Reach out to me at my Instagram. You know, it's, I, I'd love to talk to people and hear about their journeys because it's so cool. Like, you know, like we repeated so many times, everyone has their own journey. Mm. And I'd love to help people with whatever they're, they're dealing with. Obviously, I'm not an expert on this. I didn't get a degree or I wasn't helping other people professionally or anything, but you know, going through well. my, who, who yeah, no exactly. <laughs> exactly. And going through my own yeah. journey, I've learned yeah. so many things exactly. that have helped me. And so, yeah, if I can, if I can help people by them, like reaching out to me, like that'd be amazing. You guys are doing such an amazing thing to open this conversation. And again, to all the listeners, hundred percent, like, you know, I guess just be part of the conversation. That's where it starts, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think everyone's yeah. probably thinking it, but now there's, there's a, literally a platform and people, um, you know, you guys are a hundred percent so good for this. And I think, yeah, definitely like, start that conversation and stay there stay in the conversation because yeah. the more people in it the more people we're going to help and soon hopefully you know and it whatever generation you are right obviously young people yeah it's really hard because of social media but you know what everyone does suffer to, to some extent and to any extent and it's very like relative so it starts with that conversation and i think you're so right like you know it's it's just about reaching out and being there for each other whether you're a man or a woman or or i don't know dog maybe dogs might have, you know <laughs> who knows um but yeah i think i think you guys are starting something pretty amazing and i'm really excited to see what happens 
Yeah, and do you know what? I tell you what people should do. They should pick up their phone right now while they're listening to this podcast. They should go to Instagram, bring up Gen Z, go to the DMs, and I want you to just to type in, if you want to get in- involved in the conversation, just type in like, I'm in, or I'm involved, or like, I want to be part of this, you know? Like, just we just want to hear just a short sentence. It takes like literally five seconds of your time. Just let us know, and then we can just start that conversation. How that's going to look, who knows but let's just start that conversation you know literally gives me goosebumps i'm not even kidding this is going to be amazing also i will say after you've just done the dm also just like like tell yourself three things about your body yes. your mind yes. your personality anything that you just really like because i think or that you're grateful for or that you know what like damn i love that about and it can be literally mm. okay i love like the shirt i'm wearing it can be anything so I think just go for it. And I think that's a really, so definitely do the DM first and then do this. <laughs> okay, so DM us with, I'm in the conversation. We'll DM you back with three things we love about you just from your Instagram page. So make sure they're real images on there. And uh, and then we'll, we'll just take it from there and we'll just start that conversation. Man, I'm excited about this. This is cool. So true. <laughs> it really is. Excellent. And like, you know what, it'll be, and I love that you can get boys and girls involved in this because like mm-hmm. it is for both people it really is um and guys i just feel like they, just don't be scared or intimidated mm-hmm. or nervous or like uncomfortable with this whole journey because everyone yeah. goes through it and i feel like there's so much emphasis on girls because yeah there's mm-hmm. like for girls it's a huge thing but guys suffer as well and they, i feel like guys are more held mm-hmm. back in that respect really? they don't let their emotions out but it's okay. We're all going on this journey together. There's nothing in And maybe like, okay, I know we are wrapping up. My last, <laughs> last piece of it, like ever advice is it literally takes time. Like it takes mm-hmm. time and do not give up. Like I think that even can, like, yeah. We can't emphasize that enough. Like it's no, just, yeah. it's so important to know that yeah. this is like a practically yeah. a lifetime journey because you're always and, working and you on know yourself. What? Both of us, although, yeah, we've had something in the past, we are still going through it right now. Oh, yeah. And actually, you know, there's still more that we can do to like, you know, yeah, love ourselves more or, or accept ourselves. And I think that's the beauty of it is that there's, it's, it's such an amazing journey to witness. And I think just remember, it takes time. It's not a quick fix, which is a good thing. So it's because it's permanent then, right? The longer it is, the permanent. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, I mean, what a conversation. <laughs> this has been amazing. I've loved this. I've absolutely loved this. And just being a guy and being being part of this conversation as well is, is excellent. But thank you, Maya, for coming on and giving kind of your opinion. Um, definitely, again, can't say it enough, go and check out the Making It Big podcast as well. They have some amazing, amazing podcasts with people. Um, we're definitely going to do some collaborative content with them soon. Um, but again, Maya, really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for coming on. So we'll finish as we always do. Cheers, Cheers for now. For now.